Welcome to Bubba Education Institute. My name is Reverend Henry Kelly. Today, we're going to be reading using the NIV, the New International Version, just to make it easy. I love the King James and uh, some of the new versions like the NIV, the ESV, the English Standard Version, um, Living Bible. You know, not all of them is great, but there's a lot of good ones out there now. So, and we're going to be starting in the New Testament book of 2 Corinthians. And first we're going to read chapter 6, which the title for that is Workers. And then because the chapters are short, and then we'll jump into chapter 7, which the topic on that is godly sorrow. So let's begin. All right, 1 Corinthians, oh, excuse me, 2 Corinthians chapter 6, starting at verse 1. As God's co-workers, we urge you not to receive God's grace in vain. Verse 2, for he says, in the time of my favor I heard you, and in the day of salvation I helped you. That's God speaking. I tell you, now is the time of God's favor. Now is the day of the salvation. And this section is Paul's hardship. Verse 3, we put no stumbling block in anyone's path so that our ministry will not be discredited. Verse 4, rather as servants of God, we commend ourselves in every way in great endurance and troubles, hardships and distresses. Verse 5, in beatings, imprisonments and riots and hard work, sleepless nights and hunger. Verse 6, in purity, understanding, patience, and kindness in the Holy Spirit, and in sincere love. Verse 7, in truthful speech, and in the power of God, with weapons of righteousness in the right hand and, and in the left. Verse 8, through glory and dishonor, bad report, good report, genuine, yet regarded as imposters. Verse 9, known, yet regarded as unknown dying and yet live on beaten and yet not killed verse 10 sorrowful yet always rejoicing poor yet making many rich having nothing and yet possessing everything verse 11 we have spoken freely to you corinthians and opened wide our hearts to you verse 12 we are not withholding our affection from you but you are withholding yours from us verse 13 as a fair exchange, I speak as to my children. Open wide your hearts also. So he's here to the Corinthians, and this is Paul speaking. And, and so basically he's telling you what it is to be a Christian and what they've gone through yet. They have strong love for the people that they're ministering to. That's what being a Christian is all about. It's not about you know working to get the biggest car and biggest house and like that's not spiritual that's all carnal uh, that's for those that have that don't read uh, don't read the Bible don't understand don't know hermeneutics which is how to divide the word of God and uh, there's good books out there on that you know biblical hermeneutics and it helps you to study and understand what's literal what's symbolic you know, what's a poetry, uh, what is analogy, so forth, so on. So, um, so anyway, so he's telling the, them that they've been beaten and everything, you know, so that, that they need to be like that, you know, that they, they need to be more open and, and willing to do more for the Lord. 
Okay, let's continue verse 14 in the the uh, the section here is warning against idolatry. Do not be yoked together with unbelievers for what do righteousness and wickedness have in common. So that means don't get don't uh, marry unbelievers because it's not going to come out well. Just there are very few instances where where they do change, but most of the time it's it's really horrific. Yes, people can change, but you got to go through a lot because if you love God and they don't, right there you're going to have problems, you know. And the verse fifteen, continuing, what harmony is there between Christ and Belial, or what does a believer have in common with an unbeliever? Verse 16, what agreement is there between the temple of God and idols? For we are the temple of God, of the living God. As God said, I will live with them and walk among them, and I will be their God and they will be my people. Verse 17, therefore come out from them and be separate. Touch no unclean thing and I will receive you. Verse, verse 18, and I will be a father to you. And you will be my sons and daughters, says the Lord Almighty. See? So we need to be separate from the world. Yes, we minister to the world. We love the, you know, we love the people in the world. Uh, we try to help them and do good work so they can see the light, uh, so they can see God working through us. But you can't become like them. And you have to be very careful, you know, not to be around it so much that, that then you start to stumble because you're supposed to be a light. Okay, let's continue. Now we're going to chapter 7 of 2 Corinthians, and starting at verse 1. There, and uh, Now this one here is called Godly Sorrows, is uh, the, the title for this. Therefore, in verse 1 of 2 Corinthians chapter 7, Therefore, since we have these promises, dear friends, let us purify ourselves from everything that contaminates body and spirit perfecting holiness out of reverence for God. And in and, and this section it says Paul's joy over the church's repentance. Make room for us, in verse 2, make room for us in your hearts. We have wronged one, uh, we have wronged no one, we have corrupted no one, we have exploited no one, verse 3. I do not say this to condemn you. I have said before that you have such a place in our hearts that we would live or die with you. Verse 4, I have spoken to you with great frankness. I take great pride in you. I am greatly encouraged in all our troubles. My joy knows no bounds. Verse 5. So he's telling them how much he loves them, you know. And because, in, and all the stuff they've been through just makes them love them more, you know. Not only is he doing for this for Christ, but he also loves the people he's working with. Verse 5. For when we came into Macedonia, we had no rest, but we were harassed in every turn, Conf conflicts on the outside, fears within. Verse 6, but God, who confronted the downcast, confronted us by the coming of Titus. Verse 7, and not only by his coming, but also by the comfort you had given him, he told us about your longing for me, your deep sorrow, your ardent concern for me, so that my joy was greater than ever. Verse 8. Even if I cause you sorrow by my letter, I do not regret it. Though I did regret it, I see that my letter hurt you, but only for a little while. Verse 9. Yet now I, am, now I am happy, not because you were made sorry, but because your sorrow led you to repentance. 
for he became sorrowful as God intended and so were not harmed in any way by us. Okay, so he was happy because they repented, you know, their sins and came to Christ. You know, Paul was stern with them, so they heeded it. So that's a good thing. Verse 10, godly sorrow brings repentance that leads to salvation and leaves no regret, but worldly sorrow brings death. So when you come to God and you're sorrowful for your sins and you come to God and you ask for God's mercy and forgiveness and you surrender your will to God completely, then you have joy and it's good because now you're on your way to heaven. But if you're just sorrowful in the world, it's only going to lead to death because you're not coming to God, you're coming to the world. And if you die without repentance, if you die not understanding that we've all broken God's moral law, the Ten Commandments, therefore guilty on our way to hell in need of a Savior, therefore if we're smart, we'll come with a sorrowful, contrite heart, realizing we're on our way to hell, needing a Savior, come to Christ, ask for God, for Christ's mercy and forgiveness, and then surrender ourselves, surrender our will to Christ completely and totally. And then, not only will will He be with you, you also will go to heaven when you die, when this body, when the body we live we live in ends at whatever time that may be. All right, let's see. Verse 11, see what this godly sorrow has produced in you. What earnestness, what eagerness to clear yourselves, what indignation, what alarm, what longing, what concern, what readiness to see justice done. At every point you have proved yourself to be innocent in this matter. Verse 12, so even though I wrote to you, it was neither on account of the one who did the wrong or on account of the injured party, but rather that before God you could see for yourselves how devoted to us you are. Verse 13, by all this we are encouraged. In addition to our own encouragement, we were especially delighted to see how happy Titus was. He was another co-worker for um, Paul. Apostle Paul, because his spirit has been refreshed by all of you. Verse 14, I had boasted of him about you, and you have not embarrassed me, but just as everything we said to you is true, so our boasting about you to Titus has proved to be true as well. Verse 15, and his affection for you is all the greater when the remembers that when he remembers that you are all obedient, receiving him with fear and trembling. Verse 16, I am glad I can have complete confidence in you. And that's what being a Christian is. That is what true joy comes from. By when we understand that we've broken God's moral law, the Ten Commandments, therefore guilty and are on our way to hell because we've separated ourselves from God through our sin. Then we come with a sorrowful, contrite heart, just like, you know, if you, if you do something wrong and you get caught and you feel bad because, you know, you know you're wrong. Then you come and you ask Jesus Christ for, um, for mercy and forgiveness because there's nothing we can do to save ourselves. It's only through him because he already went and paid that price on the cross. 
then surrendering our total will to Christ alone. And then can we have salvation, knowing we're on our way to heaven when we die, whenever that time might be, but also to have the, the joy of no matter what's happening around us, he's with us through thick and thin. And that's how it is. Remember, serving God is not about big car, big house. No, that's false. That's wanting what the world has. That's being part of the world. You separate yourself. Yeah, can you have money and use it for God? Of course you can. But you got to understand whether you have it or not, it's the same. You serve God no matter what. Hardship, good times, whatever, it doesn't matter. You know? Let me give you some, some scripture. Acts chapter 17, verse 30, 31, the NIV. In the past, God overlooked such ignorance, but now he commands all people everywhere to repent. For he has set a day when he will judge the world with justice by the man he has appointed. He has given proof of this to everyone by raising him from the dead. So he's talking about Jesus Christ, the Son of God. John chapter 14, verse 6 says, Jesus saith unto him, this is King James, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes unto the Father but by me. So it's real simple. Now here's scripture verses. It's Romans chapter 10, verse 9 through 10, King James, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth, with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. Verse 10. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made of salvation. Romans chapter 10, verse 13. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. And Romans chapter 10, verse 17 says, So then faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. And that's why we, this is why Christians sacrifice to get the word out, so you can hear the gospel and receive it before it's too late, and come to God in repentance. Okay, resources. One of my favorites is, you can find on YouTube, and they have a, you can find, uh, they have a, uh, a YouTube channel, they have a website, and they have a podcast platform, Apologia, Apologia Studios with Pastor Jeff Durbin. And that's all lowercase, ApologiaStudios.com, A-P-O-L-O-G-I-A-S-T-U-D-I-O-S.com. And you can hear the podcast, the audio version on Apple Podcasts, and of course on YouTube. Fantastic, and you and you can go to the website, and they literally have a, a a free a professional Christian seminary um, teachings there by Dr. Greg Greg Bonson that has passed now. You know that has died already, but the family left all of his recordings and everything so that you can literally get a a seminary training for free. They do it for free just to make sure you can get taught. It's amazing. I listen to it. It's fantastic. Great teaching. Good stuff. And you can do it right from wherever you're at. Because God has provided us with technology, which I think is fantastic if it's used correctly. Uh, and also, Dr. Bodhi Bachman, and he's on YouTube. Uh, Living Waters with Ray Comfort on YouTube also, and livingwaters.com. R.C. Sproul, wonderful Bible teacher. He's died too, but all the stuff's online. And so you can just 
put it in the search it's Narcy Sproul and put up and it'll bring up his his website which is uh, Legionnaire Ministries um, and YouTube and then Ashes of Genesis with Ken Ham really good stuff there and ancestorsgenesis.org Wallbuilders with David Borton wallbuilders.com and they also have a radio thing and I'm, I'm pretty sure and I believe you get them on uh, podcasts like Stitcher and stuff and he he teaches you mainly about American Christian history and some world uh, and then Dr. Walter Martin great Bible teacher he's died too but you can listen to all this stuff on uh, YouTube and you can go to his website at uh, WalterMartin.org You watch 23 Minutes in Hell um, It's a real short video But very powerful By Bill Wise on YouTube And um, Let me see We got anybody else And you can um, You can you can go to our uh, Email and, and you can correspond If you need a Bible We'd be glad to send you one And that is it's all lowercase Bible Education Institute at gmail.com. And our website is all lowercase Bible Education Institute dot webnode.com. And webnode is W E B N O D E dot com. And you can visit us there. And we're also on YouTube and Rumble and soon to be on other platforms. Um, as far as video platforms and audio. You can find Bible Education Institute with Reverend Henry Kelly on such YouTube, Rumble, and soon to be other ones. And other, uh, the audio platforms, you can find us on Stitcher, Spotify, Apple, Amazon, Amazon Music, Overcast, Chrome, G Potter, Firefox, Safari, iTunes, Audible, Alexa, Google, Podbean, Internet Explorer, Facebook, and Podcast addict and there's others and if you need like I like to buy used books to save money so I go to Abe Books A-B-E Books online or Thrift Books and of course you can go to Amazon and uh, other places you know because everything's online now and you can buy stuff and and then I would recommend for some more um, resources you just put into your search engine uh, TCT Network and go on there and find uh, on-demand programs. And the two I recommend is Faith and History with Wheel and Federer, and he gives you Christian history, American and world history, and then Ancient Jewish Wisdom with Rabbi Daniel Lappin, and he covers the Old Testament. So that's it for today. Remember... Read your Bible daily without fail and do what it says. Until next time.